Whew, the holidays. When I heard about people talking about their Thanksgiving or Christmas, where they were going to go, what they were going to do, the pictures they were going to take, oh, the anxiety would rise and the dread would increase. I wish I could have escaped all the happy holiday things. But short of escaping, which is fine if you need to, I want to share how to include your loved one into your Thanksgiving. I'm going to share 10 ways, but then we're going to discuss the importance of how these ideas are used to build your loved one's legacy. Bring pen and paper because I'm talking a little bit faster than usual and I don't want you to miss anything that might spark an idea or even a little hope. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on the couch. I'm Steph and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in the Czech Republic, our spotlight country this week, and California. Yes, you remain the state with the most downloads. I share these as a reminder that whatever state or country you're in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. When the holidays come, you may still be in a fog or you're really starting to walk through the worst pain of grief. But either way, the holidays make everything harder while you feel the loss deeper. There would be nothing better than for the holidays to not happen this year. So while life still goes on and the world hasn't stopped as we wish it would, I want to offer some ways that you can keep your loved one a part of Thanksgiving or Christmas and afterwards. And I'm just going to jump like right into them and then we'll have a, a little discussion about it. So number one, when you have the holiday meal, create a place setting and an empty chair for your loved one. Yes, the emptiness of the chair is hard, but it also honors them to have a place still set for them. Number two, create a centerpiece using your loved one's favorite flowers, and they can be real or fake, and any other thing that symbolizes their hobby or passion or funny saying that they had. If they love music, you could add a candle with musical notes on it. Number three, prepare or have someone prepare your loved one's favorite meal or dish. Then you can share how it does not measure up. Seriously, because it won't. <laughs> All right, number four, make sure to talk about them with remember the time when or everyone could share their favorite funny story about them. Number five. Continue some of the traditions that your loved one created. 
They will not be the same, so be prepared. But you can also use their favorite platter or bowl or the spoons for the salad that they used each Thanksgiving. Number six, if continuing a tradition is difficult, then use something they always did and tweak it just a little bit to lessen the pain while still incorporating them into the holiday. Number seven, since it is Thanksgiving, you could all share one thing, at least, that you are thankful for that your loved one did or said or gave you. Number eight, visit the cemetery alone or with others and take something to the gravesite if there is one. Number nine, take their favorite Thanksgiving recipe, make it, of course, but then frame the recipe and hang it on the wall so that you're looking at it for years to come. Number 10, create a photo album of your favorite pictures with your loved one and then just put it out each holiday so that you can sit and share good memories with others. Now, there are other things that you can do alone or together, like donate money in their honor to the church or hospice or social services. These ideas are not just for the day of Thanksgiving or for Christmas. They're to build traditions that your loved one will always be a part of. We have a 5K and a 10-mile race locally every December that was started by the widow of a young veteran. The race is named in his honor, and money is raised to help various charities. These ideas are meant to help you begin the conversations about your loved one and talking about them, sharing their stories, their values, and love. That's where legacy comes from. Your loved one lives on through you and through family and friends, and it will impact lives well after they are gone. My friend Trisha and I talked about that earlier this week. She said how neat it was to see that grief to great day was growing. Now, when I was going through my grief, I didn't see anything good, much less great, ever happening again. I know that sounds a little dramatic, but it's also true. It's how I felt more often than not. Trish knew I wanted to write the book, and she knew that I was going to have a ministry when I couldn't see it. So our conversation the other night went back to how Monica's faith wasn't in vain. Monica's faith planted seeds that took years to grow, but in essence, her life is still impacting others today. If you're listening right now, Monica's life is impacting you. And you had never even heard of her before. She had such a good heart and she just wanted to love on people. And she wanted to share the hope that only God can give. She wanted to impact people nationwide with her singing and her testimony. That was her greatest goal was to share it from the East Coast to the West Coast. And when she died, I thought that God had failed her in that way. But today, this podcast is heard nationwide, from coast to coast, and internationally. That is only God. The way Monica lived changed me for the better, but the way she died changed who I was forever. My life, my appreciation, and gratitude are only because of the hardest experience I've ever walked through. See, her legacy, it lives on through all her peeps and through me. God says you have a future and a hope, even if you can't see it right now. Please know that the legacy of your loved one 
It lives on through you. So how will you honor that? I know today you might just be dreading the holidays and that's all you got. That's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Today at Thanksgiving or even at Christmas, feel what you feel. And when people ask you how you feel, don't be pressured to put on that mask and say, oh, I'm fine when you're not. The holidays are hard, so you don't have to be fine or okay if you're not. But if you're not, let me share the three things for you to remember, and they are your journey works or the work of your journey for this week. Number one, remember that the way you feel now is not how you will feel forever. I can't give you the end date. I wish I could, but I promise you what you feel today will not be what you're feeling a year from now. Number two, you can hurt and still enjoy time with other loved ones. It is not disrespectful to feel the dual emotions. Number three, choose one way to honor your loved one on Thanksgiving. And don't forget to thank God for the time you had. I remind you of that because I needed reminding of that too. So quick recap, the three things. It's okay not to be okay. Number two, you can hurt and find joy in the same strange moment. And number three, create a way to honor your loved one. And here are some other ways to help you move forward. Join the private Facebook group. You'll want to be a part of this amazing group of faith-filled women in general, but specifically and especially through the holidays. Also, you can purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. Even if you are deciding that you are boycotting some of the holidays, it'd be a really great time for you to dive into some of the work of your healing. It's broken into four sections, like the mini support program, to give you direction and action steps to take now. And always, if you don't have a church home, visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, never forget who holds your future. Jeremiah 29, 11, all day long. Keep coming back to the house. Keep sitting on the couch and keep taking steps, however small or slow or ugly, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.